this is piecing Parsha together. The Parsha of the week was Devarim. Uh, it is now Tishabov. And Parsha's Devarim always precedes Tishabov. In a year like this year, it is Tishabov itself, except the fast and the morning is pushed off. Uh, it is therefore not surprising to see in Parsha's Devarim that the central narrative is <clears throat> the Chet HaMaraglum, the sin of the spies. All the things that Moshe could begin his final message to B'nai Israel, it is the sin of the spies. And this is always read the week of Tishba. There's a piece in the Mechte Meliyahu uh, in the second section on Amun and Bitachon, where he talks about the hate of the Maraglim as a lack of Bitachon. Again, this <clears throat> can be found in the first volume of the Mechte Meliyahu. Around page 200, a little before, and it should be in the second volume of the English Strive for Truth. Towards the end. And he goes through small details to consider when discussing B'nai Israel's approach to the sending of the spies. A lot of things that can mitigate this in itself. There was concern that had to be the way Hashem said, or it would be a sort of a desecration of Hashem's name. There was concern that uh, they wouldn't actually be able to win because of the uh, hate of the, the sin of the golden calf. But he points out that at the very beginning, and this is something that is mentioned only in Dvarim, is not mentioned in Parsha Shlach, is that. They all rush to Moshe in in a scene of dis in a scene of confusion. And Rashi says the young push the old, the elderly push the leaders, and it's just confusion and chaotic. And they should have realized that if that's how they approach this, then there was probably something negative in it to begin with. And it says it could be a small thing underlying the surface, but that is, in fact, should have been a tip-off that there wasn't the purest of motives in Sending the spies, he says it's a lack of bitachon. They should have had trust in Hashem. But he would have taken care, he would have provided. Even though Moshe says it's a good idea, um, you see, maybe there's, Rashi explains, he's maybe just trying to show them that there's nothing uh, hidden here. And anything they want, anything they want to check, sort of speak, kick the tires, look under the hood, it's all allowed. And he would hope that once you see that there's 
there's no there's no dishonesty they would not require any kind of check they would just uh, trust they didn't so there's there's a, a the way the Rav Dessler describes it is a certain lack of bitachon. The interesting thing to contemplate with that is maybe you'll say no matter how you explain the sin of the spies is that we know that the Chorban bias destruction of the base of Megdash, both about the Megdashim, that occurs on Tishabav, at least the second base of Megdash that we have been in exile for over 1900 years, now 1950 years, has to do with the sin of sinaschinam, of baseless hatred. What's the connection between Itachon and people not getting along with one another? So, Safer Sheish Masar it published the second half of the Parshios this year, explains that what is the concept of sinas chinam? What does that mean, baseless hatred? Nobody just hates somebody. There's a reason for it. He wronged me. And he says, no. He says that if we had bitachon, we would realize that whatever happened, happened for a reason. And it's not that <clears throat> your friend did anything. So if you're showing animosity towards your friend, it's because you assume that they wronged you unjustly. And I guess the, the chinam is that there, there is no reason, because if you had true bitachon, you realized that everything happens for a reason. And he sort of says that you know both <clears throat> feed off of each other. And he develops this in a couple of different ways. The Gemara at the end of Marcos discusses um, different ways to distill the Torah. And the last one is from Chavakuk. And he says, Tzadik so and that a person in his faith will live. But you have also the idea of Yekiva, of Yehavta Kamocha, that you love your neighbor as you love yourself. And he calls that the Klag Gadabah Torah, the big principle. So they're, those aren't the same, but again, this idea that there's sort of a, a link, that if we have proper bitachon, proper faith, proper muna, we won't have disunity among us, we won't be fighting among us, because we'll realize that whatever that person has, what that person needs, that's what Hashem gave him, whatever I have is what I need, it's what Hashem gave me. We'll be fighting. And in the beginning of the Parsha, Formosha actually describes the sin of the spies. He has a discussion about justice, judges, justices. And it doesn't, in that one Pasuk, it says Eicha is usually read with the, the tune of Eicha. It says, how can I carry you all your quarrelsome, burdensome. So Moshe has to appoint judges, and Rashi says this is part of Moshe's tachacha, his rebuke to B'nai Yisrael. They should have said, we want to learn from you, Moshe. We don't want to learn from your students any judges. He says, no, they would have said, oh, there's a judge I come before with a dentor. If I don't recognize him, I can pay him off. That's good, right? Moshe may be not so easy to buy off, but another judge will be able to buy off. And he says that's that's part of the rebuke. 
But this idea that everybody is taking each other to Din Torah, and there's another Gemara, I think it's in the Dharma, that says that is part of the reason that the Beis Midrash was destroyed, is that they, they judge things all Din Torah. There was no Lifnim Mishras Adin. The idea of us going after one another, not letting things go. The There's a, a story he quotes that a person has no problem if a rov uh, says his chicken's not kosher, he can be out a uh, sizable sum of money, but then the next day he'll go take his friend over over a small trivial sum to basting. Right? Do we, you know, because because I don't mind it when it's when I lose to Hashem, I don't mind, but I can't lose to somebody else. This idea again: Do we believe? Do we recognize that what we have comes from Hashem, and if we don't have it, we didn't need it, and we have exactly what we need, and perhaps something else wouldn't be good for us. So therefore, there's a link between the Muna and us getting along with one another. And if we're ultimately deficient in the moon, we will therefore be deficient in our unity. And I think that this is always something that can be repeated and emphasized. And we look at the world around us, and there's never a shortage of problems, of struggles, of difficulties illness, uh, livelihood, uh, you know, national challenges that can cause anxiety, international challenges that can cause anxiety. Do we realize that it is from Hashem? And this is exactly how it's supposed to be. And we're able to see that. And we're able to act on it. And obviously, much more uh, relevant to the things that specifically relate to us. We have very little we can do with the more global things. If we're able to do that, then we'll show Hashem that we we trust Him. And, you know, there will be no no obstacles in our way. We won't be worried about whatever is in Eretz Yisrael, if it's giants there, or you know, we're worried about the land not being hospitable to us. It won't matter. And if we're able to fully internalize this, perhaps, hopefully, Hashem will finally send Mashiach and end the Gaulis. I'm here, Thanks for listening. See you next time.